you have your Bibles, I invite you to join me in Acts chapter 13. I'm just going to read a few passages here in Acts chapter 13. Uh, but before we get there, uh, as many of you know, uh, we, uh, my family, lived in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee for a couple of years. And that was probably the fastest couple of years of my life. Uh, as I was studying to be a gospel preacher and, you know, just going to school Monday through Friday, uh, the 10-page the papers constantly, uh, the exams. And so, unfortunately, we didn't get a lot of ch- chance to go out and see a lot of stuff in Knoxville, although we lived there for a couple of years. But we did have a couple of our favorite places. Uh, McKay's Used Books, if you've ever been there, you understand why. Uh, Ham and Goodies, every time we drove past that place, uh, the best lemon cookies ever. Uh, we always got that. But there were also a lot of weird places around Knoxville. Uh, places that you know people didn't really talk about in public. Uh, we were about five minutes away from Oak Ridge, Tennessee. And if you don't know anything about Oak Ridge, Tennessee, uh, it's referred to as the secret city. You know, the Manhattan Project a site was there. Uh, a lot of people, they just didn't talk about what went on there. The, the town was pretty eerie. Uh, Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary, up in the mountains, a place that I never got to go, but it was a place that you can go tour. Uh, but again, it, it was a... Uh, some of the hardness criminals in the state of Tennessee was there. But there was this other place that people talked about frequently. It was called the Body Farm. The Body Farm. People would ask you all the time, have you heard about the Body Farm? Have you been there or been past it? Now, this wasn't a place that you could tour or go into because it was a place of scientific research. Uh, the University of Tennessee's anthropology department actually uh, own this place, and if you've ever heard somebody, you know, say something to the effect of, "Well, would you like to donate your body to science?" It would probably end up here. Uh, they had somewhere between 150 to 200 bodies there on site, and what they do is they run scientific experiments there. You know, uh, this is very uh, good for you know uh, a crime scene investigator to understand things uh, about you know how a body decays and what conditions, you know, what kind of insects. Uh, are attracted to those bodies at what time of year or things like that. All of these different scientific experiments going on. And as morbid as this may sound, you know, a place called the body farm, you know, about this process of decaying, it's a part of life, isn't it? Uh, We're all going to undergo that process if the Lord doesn't return in our lifetime. Uh, Solomon said in Ecclesiastes 12, verse 7, uh, the dust will return to the earth, right? Our bodies, the dust, will return to the earth, and the spirit will return to God who gave it to face the judgment. And so everyone who lived or will live will go through this process. Well, all but one. And that, of course, is Jesus Christ. Uh, Turn with me to Acts chapter 13, starting in verse 30. I'll just begin right here. Uh, This is a a sermon that Paul is preaching here in, in Antioch, Pisidian. And he says here, starting in verse 30, But God raised him up from the dead, and for many days he appeared to those who came up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem, the very ones who are now his witnesses to the people. And we preach to you the good news of the promise made to the fathers, that God has fulfilled this promise to our children, in that he raised up Jesus, as it is also written in the second psalm, You are my son, today I have begotten you. And as for that fact, he raised him up from the dead, no longer to return to decay. He has spoken in this way, I will give you the holy and sure blessings of David. Therefore, he also, in another psalm, you will not allow your holy one to undergo decay. Uh, For David, after he had served the purpose of God in his own generation, fell asleep and was laid among his fathers, 
and underwent decay. But verse 37, but he whom God raised did not undergo decay. Maybe your translation says corruption, but it's talking about the body uh, being corrupted, uh, decaying. Uh, He mentions it four times in those verses in that sermon. David's body underwent that when he died, but Jesus didn't, right? Jesus uh, was risen from the dead. And of course, this weekend, uh, the the, the religious world is going to be celebrating, you know, the Easter holiday, uh, the resurrection. And unfortunately, you know, they place this... um, uh, this emphasis on this one day when we understand that this is something that needs to be celebrated every single day. But to say it in another way, they're going to be celebrating the fact that Jesus' body did not decay. You can't find him in a tomb anywhere because he arose from the dead. And uh, we serve a rosen uh, Savior, a resurrected Lord and Savior, conquered death, he conquered the grave. And how do I know that? Well, we're going to talk about that here on Sunday in both of the, the sermons that we're going to look at. You know, why did Christianity explode at that time? You know, uh, why did men and women give their lives for a cause if it wasn't true? Why did his enemies invent stories to cover up an empty grave? It all points to one reason, right? That, that his body did not undergo decay. And so I have that assurance of my hope. Uh, this evening, and hopefully uh, you do as well. And as we offer the invitation at this time, uh, if anyone here this evening has not put a Christ on in baptism, has not become a child of God, uh, we would love the opportunity to help you with that, to assist you with that. Or maybe this evening you are a child of God, but you're struggling. You need the prayers of the congregation. You need strength. Maybe you need to ask for forgiveness. Again, there's no better time to do this than in front of your brothers and sisters who, who can help you, who can pray for you. And we would love the opportunity to do that as together we stand and sing the song of encouragement.